This is the Brooklyn Grit with your hosts, Nick, Joseph, Bruce, and Brandon. Coming right up. What's up, Nets fans? With the season upon us and the Nets ready to take the league by storm, you're going to want some gear. And there's only one place that I can recommend. And that's our sponsor from the start, our good friend Tom, and his site, FlatbushAndAtlantic.com. The coolest gear for Nets fans, made by a Nets fan. Go to Flatbush and Atlantic. You won't be disappointed. And tell them the Grit sent you. At checkout, we got a special offer for you. Use the code GRIT, G-R-I-T, for 15% off. Thanks, Tom, for supporting us. Go Nets. All right, ladies, gentlemen, Brooklyn Grit listeners, we're, uh, we're back. What, wrapping up week one. We're recording on Sunday night. October. This was very unenthusiastic. Un- un- yeah, Sunday night, October 27th, and we, we were hoping to be recording after a nice win and a 2-1 to one start, but uh, we're recording after a heartbreaking loss, and it's rough. Gentlemen, give me your, uh, give me your thoughts on week one. The ups and downs, uh, who do you like, who don't you like? And give us some reactionary stuff. Garbage defensively. Absolutely terrible. There's no way. I think we have got to be the last team in the NBA in defensive rating. We have to be. We are absolutely terrible. Cannot stop the dribble drive at all. Any guard who's who's good at penetrating is going to absolutely murder us every single night because we cannot stop the dribble drive. Um, that's why I'm so scared to play. I'm not really so afraid to play Indiana because they don't really have that type of guy right now. But Houston, that, that scares the hell out of me with Russell Westbrook and James Harden. They're going to get in the paint all night long, and it's going to be horrible for Brooklyn. You had the expectations of this week going 2-1 or 3-0, and all, right? Yes. Yeah, we had to start this one because our schedule gets really tough pretty soon. Uh, so we needed a really nice start, you know, get some momentum, get some chemistry, get some, you know, confidence in our team. But right now, losing two at the buzzer is not a good way to start. It, it certainly is not. Joseph, you have some takeaways from this week, and then we'll talk about some positives. Yeah, the, the defense just has been terrible. And not just the dribble drive, as Brandon mentioned, but the perimeter defense has not been that great either. I mean, we just let we just literally let teams shoot threes. Yeah, yeah and then. There's there's multiple positive. Most of it, obviously, pretty much all of it on the offensive end. But um, the, it's just the defense is ridiculous. Like it, I mean, how how much did the Knicks score on us? Uh, a lot. Yeah, I mean, this it's, I mean, it's gonna be growing pains. It's the beginning of the season. I get that, but the defense is the main reason. The Nets should could have easily been three and zero, but they also could have easily been zero and three. I mean, yep. but um. The defense is the main concern right now, and hopefully they're able to tighten it up and get better as the season goes. I'm not too worried about it. It's only three games in, but it, it, it's just been horrid. It has been. Brandon, give us some of your positives from this week. What, what what do you think that the Nets did that we we can build on? Uh, really, Ky- get Kyrie Irving the ball? <laughs> that's an obvious one. Um, that's that's really about it. Uh that, that's your only positive through three games? Not really the only positive, but, I mean, Karis LeVert finally got his footing back. He was terrible the first two games. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie looked really good in the second half. He stopped his shot selection, which was highly questionable. 
Um, we just really need to hit our open shots. That really what it comes down to. We had the past like three games, we've getting we've gotten really good looks. We have blown so many bunnies. It's crazy to me. Like and, wide and open lot, threes, a lot layups. of good looks from three, a lot of good looks from three. Exactly, and our free throw shooting had just been horrid. It was better tonight, though. It was better tonight. Thirty of thirty-seven tonight. Uh, it was good. Uh, but, but we missed we did, the big one. We missed the the best, the biggest one. Um, honestly, I don't really pin that more on Spencer Dinwiddie because if Joe Harris would have manned up at the end of the game, we probably still would have won that game. Joseph, what, what are your what are your Brandon's more of a pessimistic guy. You're you're, you're a little bit more optimistic. What, what are your takeaways from this week aside from Kyrie? Who, who else have you watched and thought? This is going to be a good few years. <laughs> You're going to skip me. No, I'm just going to. Um, well, damn, that's a tough one. Um, it is really hard. Cares look good tonight. And, and I'll have to disagree with Brandon. He said he didn't look good the first two games. The first game, I don't think Cares looked that bad. I don't think so either. Yeah, Second but, game is rough. Yeah, he got five fouls also, so he didn't play any of the fourth quarter, I believe. But, um, I mean, there's – Spencer's been up and down. I mean, he, he was good what was it, against the Knicks. Yeah, he had a decent game against the Knicks. And then, I mean, he, he seems like him and Jordan have gotten a little bit on, on page the past couple games. Uh, that first game, he was just forcing that lob in there, which was – he was just forcing it into, like, double teams, and it was just ridiculous. But other than that, I would say the <laughs> – I can't think of anything other than Kyrie, but the offense. <laughs> All right, so 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 <laughs> the offense. So, so let, let, let's do this. Let's do this. Let, let, let's go player by player, and we'll, we'll talk about them quick. Well, when someone's scoring like one fourth of our points every single game, it's like, and we're averaging like twenty turnovers a game. It's really hard to pinpoint like who else is really good, been very good offensively. That really sticks out in our mind because. Outside of Kyrie, only Dinwiddie's has had like a big offensive game. And other than Harris tonight, he had twenty-seven and yeah. he had twenty game one. I so, think. I mean, I think Prince in that second half of the the Wolves game was it was all right. He, he didn't do much in the first half, but came on in the second half with like a little spark. So, so let's let's talk about some players, and let, let's let's get some first week thoughts on them. Brandon, David Nwaba. I think he needs more minutes. I don't think he's getting utilized as much because he's probably our de- best defensive player. I would have loved to see him in overtime tonight yeah. in- instead of Dinwiddie. Got to go with a hot hand. Yeah. No, and you know Kenny's really not. I mean, I get it. We probably it probably would have been better, but Kenny's not gonna. You know, if if it was yeah. Quincy AC, he would have been in the game. Joseph. I don't think Kenny would have benched Dinwiddie for um, Nawaba. Just of course not. Of you're, you're not doing it for a minimum player, but it would have been nice to see. Joseph, your, your thoughts on uh, on Nawaba this week? Um, I think, like I, I agree with Brandon, he needs more minutes. He's a, he's a good defender, and he, he's not going to give you much on the offensive end, but he, he seems like a player that's going to um, play really hard and he's going to go for the loose balls, um, make the make the hustle plays, and I remember he, when he got that big dunk the other night. I mean, he, yep. he can get up, but I think I think he's just a solid player that definitely needs more minutes. I mean, he's not going to 
go and get you 10 a night, but he can get you a few points and he'll play tough defense when you need it. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, what, do, what do you guys think of Garrett Temple? Um, that's, that's the player who needs to lose minutes for David Nawaba. I, I agree with you there. I think, so, was, I think it was pretty rough the first game. Wasn't he, he was all right the next game, then he hit a couple threes. He did nothing tonight. He, played <laughs> he did absolutely that's nothing. Night. That's night. I mean, I'm not going to – it's hard to judge minutes based off a few games, but I do think Nawaba needs more minutes. And, I mean, we're, we're all... one guy that's supposed to be the, I guess, one of the veteran leaders off the bench, so he might still get minutes based off of that. He's he's um, no Jamari Carroll. Well, I think he's really more replacing maybe Jared Dudley type. Well, Jared he's no Dudley Jared Dudley. Three. Yeah, he's, he's no Jared Dudley either. Through three, three oh, games, uh, Temple's been disappointed. I mean, he's an older player, so I don't expect much. Um, but he, here's here's my question to both of you. The second unit is having trouble scoring. The team overall doesn't have trouble scoring. Nobody plays defense. Why isn't Musa playing? Because he don't play defense. Nobody plays defense, Joseph. Well, I think, like I said, like I tried to tell Brandon, and I just don't think just – and I don't know if you, you're basing, asking this question based on how he played in the preseason, but um, I don't think you, you're just going to earn minutes just because you played well in the preseason. I don't believe that. He's going to – he might get an opportunity and a blowout or something and, or due to an injury and show flashes, and I feel like that's the only way he's going to earn significant minutes. I mean, he hasn't – when he has played minutes, he hasn't shown anything. I know – I don't think he's going to put him in the fire right now whenever – I mean, there's other players that ahead of him in the rotation. I get Rhodey hasn't been great, but I just don't think just based off how he played in the preseason, he's going to earn minutes. Do you I know – that's, that's you know, we don't see what goes on in practice. Yeah. Yeah, do but, you know who I think the Nets desperately missed from last year's team and it's not D'Lo? Tamari Carroll? No. Alan Crabb. God. You mean the guy? I, I love that. I love that. Okay, I, but he never plays, and he's I'm, not playing now. I'm not saying like he was. He was like a glue piece to that starting lineup because he was a solid perimeter defender. When though, the guy missed most of the season. And when he was playing, when he played like 40 games in two years. Yeah, the, the problem <laughs> is he's not playing. Brandon garbage take. Take that take and throw it. I, I like Alan Kraft. He deserves. But we also missed Amari Carroll too. An, another guy. Who's on the team and he's getting DNPs. We, we Wait, might for... miss the, we, we might miss these guys, but nobody, no ex Nets are playing. So I, scratch, scratch. I saw ex-Nets. Dudley just hit a three the other night. Yeah, I think, oh, wow. I think, I think he's taken a <laughs> shot on the whole year. Wow. All right, let's let's focus. Let's get let's get back. We we could talk about one X net in a minute. But let's get back to this roster. Rod on Kuroks has looked like. Absolute trash. Trash, man. Trash. I agree. Except for the – he had a couple good moments in the Knicks game. But he did. He did. But tonight – I mean, he didn't play much time. But he was terrible. Like I what? said on the live stream, he had like a three-minute stretch where he was really good at the end of the second half or first half. And outside of that, he had just been god-awful. I don't know if it's just his court case that's bothering him in his head or what, but, man, he has been terrible. What? What? what, what? Last year, though, he had a... oh, go ahead, Bruce. Sorry. What makes him think he could grab a rebound and take the ball all the way up? Oh, my gosh. He tried to dribble through four guys. It was ridiculous. It wasn't it. 
Am I not mistaken? Was it him that he said he wanted to play like the Draymond Green role on this team? And Kenny was like, no, that's, I think I read that it was on during training camp. Yeah. Kenny said he wants him to dribble less. That was the exact quote. Yeah. And he said that we need to get on the same page. Yeah. But like, like, what is he doing? Like, we were up, we, we just went on a mini run. We were up six. He grabbed the rebound. We had all the momentum in the world. And then he just dribbles into like four people and loses the ball out of bounds. It, it was it was crazy. It was absolutely. And, then, and crazy. then they made a three the next possession. Yeah, I mean, I understand what Joseph's saying. With you know, Moose has to earn these minutes, but I mean, Temple and Rody aren't doing much right now. I, I'm I'm very intrigued to see Kenny's leash with these guys and and what changes he will make. Hey, I I think I think Musa has earned an opportunity. Uh, give him his opportunity, see what he makes of it, and let's go from there. Uh, we'll see this week. Go ahead, Bruce. I was, I was just saying we'll see this week. Go ahead, Joseph. I was saying, like, I mean, I agree. I feel like he should be able to get a, get a chance, but just I'm trying to think of what Kenny's thinking. I don't think he's going to give him a chance unless it's a blowout or injury, and if he shows something on that, then he'll earn his minutes because it seems like these other guys are just ahead of him on the death chart. Like you say, we don't know what goes on in practice, you know? Yeah, I don't. Uh, but I, I mean, we're, we're we're playing ten deep right now. I mean, Rody at twelve minutes, Noab at fourteen, Garrett Temple at eighteen. I I just feel like somewhere in those forty-four minutes that those three guys had tonight, that Musa can get a couple. That he could be a spark off the bench. That he and could... why is Kyrie only playing thirty-four minutes in an overtime game? Oh, um, he's gonna. Can <laughs> Listen, Karis LeVert has played almost played thirty nine minutes tonight. Joe Harris played almost thirty seven. I, I I agree. We could debate this here. I agree a hundred percent with Kyrie playing low minutes. Wait, why? Why? This. I mean, this is a guy who has injury concerns. He sits out a lot. Fifty one or sixty seven games last year. Sixty the game before year before. Seventy two, fifty three, oh. seventy five. You keep the minutes low, and you. Keep him in more games. I think I think that's what Kenny's doing. Why why burn him out in game three of uh, of this season, Brandon? I'm not saying burn him out, but I'm saying like they brought him back at the five, like six minute mark in in the fourth. Like he's done that all three games, I think, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, and like especially I don't know, especially the Minnesota game when we were up eight. And then he saw the lead dwindling, but he let, left the same unit in. At least make a change. Like, his in-game adjustments is still terrible. Brandon, you're, you're all over the place here. Let's, uh, let's, let's go topic by topic. You're, you're jumping around, pal. I like to jump around in stressful moments like this. Oh, my goodness. Take it easy. Take it easy. Joseph. What do you, what do you think of Kyrie's minutes? Are, are you with me or are you with Brandon? I don't see a big concern with it right now. I think he should. I'm not like saying he needs to play a lot more minutes. I mean, I would prefer Kenny, like, set away into the six minute, maybe put him in with eight minutes left, something around there, just a couple minutes earlier, because it doesn't take that long for a team to come back from a, like, a small deficit with a couple minutes. That's, that's nothing, you know? I mean, especially like he mentioned about the, the Timberwolves game. He waited until what the league got down to one, wasn't it, to put him back in? Yeah, it was a little too late. Yeah. And I just – I mean, I'm okay with his minutes the way they are, but I feel like 
just specifically in the fourth, maybe put him in a couple minutes earlier than usual. Uh, I, I mean, maybe if you want to do that in crunch time, but then I, I'd want to take away some minutes somewhere else. I mean, the, these, if you're playing them 30 minutes a game or 35 minutes a game, those extra five minutes adds up, man. Six, six games, that's a whole extra game's worth of minutes. I, I just, especially in this season when we're trying to figure things out and trying to get everything going, I, I, I don't want to burn Kyrie out. I don't. Yeah, Brandon. I mean, just... No, yeah, I, I... Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, Brandon, you, you mentioned uh, Co- Coach Kenny, and I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm a big Kenny fan, but I, I agree with you. I, I think he's had a rough start to the season. Tell us what you're going to say about that. Yeah, I, I think he's had a rough season. I think he needs to realize that he has some challenges he can use. He hasn't used it. I think like every other coach in the NBA has at least tried a challenge. I he see it every single game. Every get, single game I watch, I've seen both coaches try their challenges. You get, you get one like per game. He, one. he needs to use it every single game. I agree. And he missed two golden opportunities down the stretch. One of them could have won. Both of them could have won us the game. In the fourth quarter late. Yes. One was two back-to-back possessions. One was Joe Harris getting fouled when John or, or, uh, Jay Crowder was stepping out of bounds as he was touching the ball. And the next one was the the should have been a non-foul call on Jared Allen. Yeah, it was, it was a bad foul, and it went off Memphis Lake, so it should have been Nets ball. Has anyone asked him that in the post-game pre- press no, conference? No, our, our media is soft as hell. I disagree with that. We have some decent media. But I'm not sure, Joseph, if anybody's asked. No, but I yeah. watched his post-game interview. They didn't. They didn't? No. Well, you, Brandon, you have that ability on that, that Twitter account with the, those foul words you used to ask our media to hold Kenny's feet to the fire. What? I said, <laughs> I said you have the ability to hold Kenny's feet to the fire. Oh, I am holding his feet to the fire, but I can't physically go to Memphis and ask him. So ask the, ask the beat writers to ask him. They don't really listen to me. So, Brandon, let's let's talk about your wild Twitter account for a second. <laughs> Best segment of the pod. What what's up with you giving up on games in the second quarter again? What are you talking about? I didn't say anything like it was over. Should should we make a second uh, segment of the pod called Brandon's tweets? Yes. Yes. Joseph, and then me and you every week will we'll pick out Brandon's worst tweet of the week. Okay, there might be a few of those. Oh, <laughs> uh, I, I got one tonight, um, and it was from two hours ago, right after the game, and it was f the Brooklyn Nets. Oh man, right? Yeah, I mean that—that's rough. It's how I felt. Ex- explain yourself. Well, there's no really explanation needed. We just blew two out of the three games we were supposed to win this week. Um, especially to a sub-500 team. Minnesota's looking really good. They're 3-0, so, I mean, losing to them by one point. Overtime, it is what it is, but Jared Allen should have hit those free throws. We need to play better defense. I don't think think there's a team that we played that we haven't given up a 30-plus point quarter to start out the game. Like, come on, man. Like, we cannot play defense. Like, I, I, I guess I just don't understand why we have to lose like that. And all three games have just been stressful. They have been, and I agree. Um, 
So, so let's do something. What do you guys think? How we can give out a bonus point for our, our grit giveaway to listeners of the pod. What is Joseph's favorite fast food restaurant? Uh, I like it. Grit listeners. Oh, wait, that's the question. Seriously? Yeah. Tweet at the Brooklyn Grit. Wait, come on. You know, <laughs> that's like a stupid question. You know, you know, <laughs> that is a great question. What are that's, you talking about? Everyone's going to get a damn bonus point. Well, you have to be a listener. You have to be on Twitter. So it's a good one. Grit listeners, tweet at, tweet at the Brooklyn Grit and name Joseph's favorite fast food restaurant. If you get it right, the first five people get an extra bonus point, one point. It changes every week, though. So yeah, Well, if they get this week's right. I have a feeling not a lot of people want a point tonight. Yeah, sure. I, I, I didn't even look. Um, but if you guys are partaking in our contest, I have an Excel sheet going. It'll be pinned to the Brooklyn Grit Twitter account tomorrow. So you can see your live updates, your score. Rose, I have a question. Yeah. yeah. Never mind. I'm a, I'll let it go. No, no. I'd no. like to hear your question. Come on, Sloppy Joe. Uh, I was going to ask, how's the website going? Uh, the website's <laughs> live and up and running. Oh, it's, oh, okay. been, it, it, it's been live since Wednesday at 6.59 p.m. right before tip-off. Yeah, oh. Joseph, why the hell haven't you written an article yet? Well, I haven't been um, – I haven't been told to or I haven't had any um yeah, pretty much that's it. Oh, okay. So you you were just out of sorts and he didn't know. So you so, just bashed Bruce for no reason. Wow, yeah. sloppy sloppy Joe didn't even sloppy Joe neglected to go to deepbrokengrid.com to see if it was live. What a sloppy Joe move that is. <laughs> sloppy friggin' Joe. Yeah, Joe, I'd like you to write something this week. Why? Can you do that? Well, well how, that's what I was gonna ask you. How would you? How do you have it set up? Do I like? You have to, to, sub- write you, have to you have to submit it to me, and then we'll, well, we need somebody to edit this shit. I don't know how literate it you are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then I, I could I could literally post it on the website. All right, I got a, I got a couple I got a couple people actually working on articles that should be out Monday or Tuesday. Who Tyler? Um, who? Huh? Who Brandon? Tyler. Yes. And yes. Uh, Ryan. I don't know who Ryan is. Ryan Trujillo and Tyler Hernandez. Yeah, they're both they're both me right and doing Shout out to Brooklyn Tyler. Grit. He is the inspiration for this contest, by the way. He he is. He certainly is. All right, let's let's switch it up a little bit. Get it get out of this depression depression mode that we're in. I, I really don't think we're gonna get out of it just because it just happened. Just because Brandon won't ever talking about it either. It's, it's true. All right, well, let's do some fan questions, and we'll wrap it up with some reactionary stuff where Brandon tells the crowd he wants to make trades and and get D'Lo back or something crazy. No, I don't want D'Lo back. His contract's too crazy. <laughs> I don't like All that right. contract. I, I thought he, I thought he deserved that contract. No, he deserved twenty-seven million dollars, not thirty. That's that's insane. I thought he was going to take around twenty-three, twenty-four with the Nets, though. I think he would have. We'll never know. A good thing we will never know. I'm with you, Joseph. I'm, I'm a big uh, Tyler fan. You know, those two would look really nice together. You know what? I'm a I'm about to exit out of this pod if you start talking about that. That's <laughs> why I left the day. After I said it. 
it, it is true that I think they would look nice, but I would uh, prefer Kevin Durant 100 times out of 100 times. Yes. All right. Fan questions. We got some good ones tonight. We'll start with I have Steve. A, I have a fan question. All right. Go ahead, Brandon. Uh, when Kevin Durant comes back, and if we still underachieve, do, does Nets fans give the Nets a pass like they are now? Who's giving the Nets a pass? Uh, everybody. After uh, three games. My, right now. my entire Twitter timeline is angry. Really? I see I see everyone saying it's only been three games. We can't judge well, them uh, Yeah, I mean, that's, only- that's a rational take. That is not irrational. That is... You know, not living by the standards that we set in the off season. I have a question: How many games are there in a season? Eighty-two. But if we're gonna, but if we're going to win fifty plus games, we have to take care of the teams we're supposed to beat. The Memphis remind Grizzlies me. is one of those teams. Remind me what the Nets' record were after twenty-six games last year. Thank you, Joseph. Eight and eighteen, but uh, you, did we have Kyrie Irving? Did we have expectations? No, exactly. we were. We averaged our age. Average was like twenty-one years old last season, and now it's like twenty-six. Yeah, 26. exactly. With expectations, Bro, we had none. Five, last five, five new role players. I don't care right. what the role players are. No, no, oh. five, five, I'm sorry, not role players, rotation players. We have five, five new rotation players. But we still have the same core. If you wanna, if we you wanna though. complain about this, if you wanna complain about this, twenty-five, thirty games in, I get it. But exactly, three games. I, I know. Mean, I'm t- saying if we, we start the starters. season like ten and twenty, are you guys finally gonna start panicking? At I mean, ten and twenty, of course. Yeah. Not at not at one and two. Why should we panic at one and two? So early, so early in the season, teams don't even need to have like a true identity right away at the beginning of the season, especially with half the team is new. Does that mean tonight's loss was acceptable? It I wasn't acceptable. It. Not acceptable, but it's like, why are we making a big deal? Like, oh, we, this team has expectations. We get that, but it's three games and no reason to be like stressing out about it. I mean, 79 games left. I'm with Joseph Brandon. I think you're nuts. I Who's think nuts? You're nuts? You. You. <laughs> think you're crazy? No, he is. Don't think. All right. Can we get to fan questions now? Yes. I'm yes. With it. All right. First one's from Steve. How many pairs of earrings does Brandon have? Seventeen. Brandon. How many pairs of earrings do I have? We always see you wearing those same little black ones. Do you have others? Of course I have others. I got some hoop earrings. No, I don't have any hoop earrings. Fun fun fact, last night I had a big Halloween party. And I I was a pirate. And I had earrings in. I I have breaking news, everyone. Did anyone see that girl flashing uh, the the pitcher, Garrett Cole, at the baseball game? This just happened now. It happened, it yeah, happen. in the bottom of the it seventh. It happened now. Eric Cole's not pitching right now. Yeah, it happened in the bottom of the seventh. Oh, did not. No, I did not. See That's that. crazy. All right, Brandon. So you got to answer the question: How many pairs do you have? How many pairs are in rotation? Maybe like I don't know. Maybe like ten. 
Wow. Are they all black? No. I have many Not different all colors. Black ages? You got some pink ones, I think. I do have pink ones. I know. Those, those are your One Direction? No. <laughs> Five seconds of summer one. <laughs> all right, we'll move on to Joseph's friend, Kill Gaddafi. It's a couple parter. <laughs> Joseph, this is your boy. If you hung out with Kayla, maybe you'd uh, actually meet a lady. You know what? Said all the time on Twitter. Let's move on to the question, sir. Okay. <laughs> um, do the Nets need to take a look at Melo, Jamal Crawford, or another free agent to help with their bench, or should they let Sazen Musa play? Oh God, no! Just let Musa play. Joseph. Yeah. Well, for sure, no for Jamal Crawford. We don't need more guards. Like, I mean, I'm not really. Um, what is that? It's called a phone. My bad. But um, I'm not like some people are against Melo. I'm like in the middle. Like, if I don't mind doing it, if you want to experiment with it, this if it don't work, let him go. But I mean, that should not be our answer to our problems. Not. I mean, that's. I would rather just get Moose some minutes. But I mean, I wouldn't be against Melo. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm mostly the same way. I, I wouldn't hate Melo, but I, I don't think he's not the answer. I don't think he helps us. Yeah, I don't. Brandon, what, what's your what's your theory when me and you were going back and forth about how I, I said the offense isn't the problem, and you said the ISO offense is just letting people stand around, and it, it, it doesn't tire the defense out enough. It that... it doesn't because you gotta you gotta have ball movement. We're thirtieth in the NBA in passing, and that's yeah. But we have a top. Ton of assists, though. I think we're fifth in the NBA in assists. I do. I agree with that. That's because, like, ISO ball, you know, someone, you know, penetrates and people collapse and you kick it out, there's an assist. But that doesn't mean that you're having the defense off balance all the time. Last year, ball movement was flawless. You would have three, four, five passes, and then a guy would be wide open underneath the basket because the defense is too busy shuffling. They don't know where the ball is. And it, somebody cut and wide open layup. That's how we scored a lot of the times last season. Uh, it's not, it's very true. How do you know this team isn't going to be like that? Well, that, that was my follow up. Is oh. the offense going to change? I, I don't mean, think that it's going to change. offense because... is Kenny's offense. Right. That is Kenny's offense. Four, five passes and then a shot. Now we're just getting one or two passes shot. But we we have like th- three of our the three best players right now on the court are the exact same player. They're all ISO heavy players. They not any difference. They're not pick and roll players like D'Angelo was. D'Angelo was a pass first guy. We don't have that anymore, and it's all one on one. That's why it's so ISO heavy because your three primary ball handlers are all ISO heavy. So it's not going to be oh here I got to get I got to start this ball movement like D'Angelo was last year. I mean, when Kevin Durant comes back, that's not going to change much. So it, do you it, think the players need to adapt, or do you think Kenny needs to adapt? Uh, the players need to adapt to Kenny's system, but what I think is happening is Kenny's adapting to the players. And uh, he's not again, going with his own, with such his a, own such system. Such a small sample. Yeah, three games. Uh, it's been the exact same all three games. Okay. I mean, it's not even – there's nothing different. That has happened in the last three games that I can well, say, oh, him. there's some improvement coming. Like, it's all been the exact same. And the, you, but, how are they going to get better? Because over the course of the season, they don't practice very much. 
I, I just think when I, I don't know, I, I think when there is ball movement, like you said, there's been a lot of open threes, a lot of misses, a lot of misconnections on lobs. I, I think chemistry and playing with each other more will, will help help the offense. I don't think it'll be exactly like last year, but I don't think it needs to be. Well, no, because you got um, a guy like Kyrie. If you need a bucket, he's going to go get it. He is a bucket. I was being told last year that D'Angelo Russell w- was almost as good as him. Uh, I don't want to open that can of worms, but, man, is that not true. Not <laughs> I mean, it, it's it's not even close. Honestly, last season – you oh, could God. say D'Angelo was close to Kyrie, but this is a different Kyrie. I never saw this Kyrie in Boston. It's because he didn't want to be there. Th- that's what we're saying. That's where we. That's where I got it. I never saw this Kyrie in Boston. You, do you guys like? Do you guys like seeing Kyrie dancing on the bench with Theo Pinson? Oh, I, mean, I sure just, do. Fires me yeah. out. <laughs> you got you got a superstar dancing. It's awesome. It's like make. Like, all these people that are talking about, like, wait until 20 games in, he requests a trade. I know they're not serious, but, like, they say yeah. all this stuff about him is going to change course, which I don't I don't see that. I think he's genuinely happy to be back near home, you know? I think so, too. Uh, side note, did Kevin Durant travel the team? I don't I don't remember seeing him tonight. No, I don't think no, so. I, was I was thinking about, uh, I think for most of the season when they're on the road, he probably won't be traveling, probably rehab. I think. I don't think he's going to go to all the home games either. I think he'll go to a handful. Like, but, I mean, no, I think he'll always be in the arena. I just don't think he's going to be on the bench. Yeah, yeah I mean, that, that's tight, dude. You're, you're seven feet tall sitting on those tiny little benches. He, he should be in like the owner's suite relaxing. But it was he, wants to, he wants to be with his guys. I understand that. It was really fun watching the first two games, just seeing him up and cheering for them. Like, it just – it still doesn't – like, honestly, it don't still doesn't feel real, you know? Like, honestly – Oh, have you guys like caught any Nets players like dropping hints like, oh, we have especially Kyrie the other night, we have a like a sleeping monster or something like that that's gonna yeah. be awake soon. Yep. I'm just like, excuse me. <laughs> I mean, they're they're dropping those hints, so, so we'll see. I'll take it that serious. We'll see. Um, all right, I, let's, th- let's I still think more questions. coming back this season. I, I do too, but we'll we'll save that talk for February and March. Um, we got we got a question from at Manu Jim Jim Baldspot. Best <laughs> name on Manu Jim Baldspot. Well, when are the Nets trading for Jabari Parker, Brandon? Uh, never, because he is he's not even really doing a lot for the Hawks. Uh, question from at Two Morning Poops. <laughs> what the heck? He's, he's in he, our he's, he's in oh, our uh, fantasy basketball league. Oh my! Can you say that name one more time? Uh, so his his handles at Two Morning Poops, but his Abby, it's like coffee or Two Morning Poops. <laughs> what? Um, yes. He said, "Should Karras and Dinwiddie both be coming off the bench?" Yes. You think so? Who who uh, who, who would be your starting lineup right now? Who my starting lineup? Hold on, because I was thinking I was I was actually looking at this uh, when we were having our. Stream. So here, here's my starting five. Yeah, Kyrie, of course. Uh, Joey buckets. I would still. I would move Torian Prince to the three, and then I would start probably. Oh my gosh, uh, Garrett Temple. 
And then Jared Allen. Garrett okay. Temple's, you would put Garrett Temple at the four? Absolutely. Brandon Brand because... loves small Oh, man. Uh, was Brandon one of the ones that loved Trevion Graham at the four last year? He was. Uh, he was a big yeah. Trevion Graham guy. Hey, he was. He won us that Houston game, so shut up, Joseph. <laughs> no, never forget the Houston person, game. I saw, I saw that, but other than that, what the hell did he do all season? I don't nothing. know, but he's been, Absolutely uh, he's been really good for Minnesota this year. That was fucking three games. Uh, we, we have a question from Frank at Nets Giants 136, and this was like – I mean, exactly what happened on yes. How did Karis, Spencer, and Kyrie play together as pairs and trios? And he said, shouldn't at least two of those guys be on the court at the same time at all times? No. No? No. I don't think, I don't think at all times, but I think majority of time at least. You, you, you can't have, especially all three of them, you can't have three of the same player on the court at the same time. I mean, we, saw, we saw it a lot tonight in the fourth quarter in overtime. All three played together. Yeah. The offense was cooking. Was it though? Uh, also, I'd say so. Before you, before you get to the next question, I, I was th- we may have answered this in the pod before, but I just was thinking about this. Who are you sending to the bench when KD comes back, Prince or Harris? Uh, I send Torian Prince to the bench, and then I, I think your team's elite, elite, elite. I'd go down to a nine-man rotation. Brandon, when KD comes back, or Wilson Chandler? No, I'm at KD. Like. Like whenever he comes back, who are you? Because he's obviously going in the lineup. Are you taking? Are you putting um, leaving Prince at the four and KD at the three, or other way around? Aaron? Oh no, 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 no! With Kyrie, Levert, Joe Harris, and KD, and whoever starts at the five, it really doesn't matter at that point. That's true. All right, just curious. All right, go, go ahead, Bruce. All right, um, we kind of answered this one at Gabe Williams said. Uh, Richard Jefferson was talking about when you have such an offensive talent as Kyrie, the ball is supposed to stop. You don't agree, Brandon? I don't agree. I don't agree that it's supposed to stop. It does a lot. Yeah, a lot. But I don't think it's supposed to. I don't think it's designed to. But, I mean, I think – I'll be honest. There's probably a lot of times where teammates of Kyrie, like as right now, they, I'm pretty sure they like sitting back and watch what he does. But it's not good basketball for to do that. For a whole game, you know that's that's what a lot of people don't like about the way Houston plays with James Harden last year, especially. Yeah, like, and now they, now they do it even more with two guys like that. Yeah, it's, it's for one, it's not fun basketball to watch. I mean, I would say watching Kyrie Irving is a lot more fun than watching what James Harden does. But. I agree. A uh, question from Matt D Rock: Do you guys see the Nets adding a player after Wilson Chandler serves his fifth game suspension? And if so, who? No, I don't. Know. I think they'll. I think they'll definitely look at it, but I'm not sure if they will. I mean, the, who's out there? Everyone's Lance Thomas. Go. Oh hell no! <laughs> I can go back to the Knicks. Yeah, I, I think they will just because they can. It's like a free free twenty games to look at somebody. Who do you think? Know. Who Who are your options? Carmelo Anthony. <laughs> Are you talking to me or Bruce? <laughs> Either. I mean, uh, I don't really know. I, I, I honestly think you. What was what was the the dialogue when we let Lance Thomas go? Like, was like an open door coming back, or no one said anything? I don't think anybody has said anything. Yeah, I don't think it was. Yeah, and 
I honestly don't know. Like, I would say, you know, the first name that everyone's going to come to everyone's, I'm coming to everyone's mind is going to be Melo. But I mean, I just don't see John Marks doing that. I mean, if it happens, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be shocked. But I just, I don't know. I think they might leave that spot open. But I mean, I don't see why not. I mean, it's a free spot. You know, bring someone in. I'm with you, Joseph. Um, another question from D Rock, and then we have a couple of center questions, which would probably pique our interest for a conversation. Um, how long is it going to take Kenny and Kyrie to get on the same page? Kenny, Kenny's a, a point guard guru. Do, do you think, I mean, Kyrie doesn't need much coaching, but do you, Brandon, do you see things changing? Do you see them working together? Or do you think Kyrie's just going to do his thing and Kenny's going to watch him? Uh, honestly, I have no idea just because I've never seen Kenny with a, premier talent like Kyrie so honestly I I don't know yet but so far it's just been Kyrie's game so I yeah. mean it is what it is um Joseph we'll, we'll switch so we didn't have talked about the centers much we'll switch gears so guy D-Rock has another question given our system hypothetically and Katie's healthy who who would be your ideal center and why hmm you said starting center, right? Um, yeah, starting center. So, so say next year. Say KD comes back next year. We have an opportunity to bring in another center. Who who would be the perfect center in this offense? Oh, uh, this is not Jared Allen or DeAndre Jordan. It, it could be. But well, if I you, think it's to get somebody if, else who's actually attainable. If we're going to play with someone else – available next year uh, i don't know brandon do you, do you have any thoughts do you, do you have do you have a guy you see in this offense uh there's a lot of guys i see in this offense so who you got but one of them already got i think already got uh maxi kleba would be really good dwight powell would be really good um play with their mass honestly if we could get cody zeller somehow i think that'd be really good you still what want about- frank no because he's bad defensively. What about Clint Capella? No, no. no. Cody Kizeller can shoot a little bit. Clint Capella cannot. But he's a bad Jared Allen. Here's here's my thing. This offense isn't predicated on a center scoring. We, we need a rim runner. We need a guy who clean up, and we could talk about Jared. That's Allen that's Cody, Cody Zeller all day. Pick and roll defense, defensive rebounds. He's good. He's Cody good, Zeller could be that guy. He's big. Yes. 100%. We need someone that catch the ball in the paint, too. Uh, that is definitely Cody Zeller. Okay. Where's Cody Zeller now? Is he still in Charlotte? Yeah. And he's young, right? He's tw- in mid-20s? Yeah. He's mid-20s. Yep. All right. We'll, we'll, so, we'll talk more about centers. Um, Brandon or Joseph, it's it's year three for, for the big fro. And this is from at Portsnick. Why isn't he better offensively? I mean – he doesn't go up strong. He doesn't. He went up strong tonight. I don't, yeah. just, I don't, I don't get why he can't catch the ball in the paint. Like any, like Brandon, I've seen Brandon tweeted before. Like, um, it's like he loses his mind or he starts panicking when he gets the ball. It, it might be true. Um, Especially down the stretch, like it's just mental errors. Like one of the time he grabbed an offensive rebound, fantastic, kicked the ball out. He put it down, and that's when it got stolen. It's like, what are you doing? You're coached to hold the ball up when you're a big guy. Don't put it down. Yeah, that's like, true. Like, what are you doing? 
I mean, the fans got what they wanted tonight, and they got DJ starting, and DJ got torched in that first quarter. Do you guys think we we make a move at the center position, or you think we're, this is how we're rolling? You mean this year? Yeah, this year, next year. Do you think this roster with these centers can win a championship? No. Or, or is that position a, a need where we're going to have to make a change based on what you've seen so far? Uh, we're going to need to make a change. Okay. We're going to have to trade Jared Allen. That might happen. I mean, I don't know. I think good thing he's still young, but it, I mean, like you said, it's his third year. And I mean, it's this is a championship contending team now, so you have to, you know, win now and you got to do the necessary moves to make that happen. Yep. Well, I'm intrigued to see uh, how the rest of the year goes down. I think yeah. if you watch Jared Allen in the last three minutes of these games, he steps up big time on defense for us. If you were in case you were curious, here's some of the centers that were available next year in free agency. You have Kelly Olenek, Myers mm, I like him. Aaron Myers Leonard. I mean, we're, 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 cap, we're capped out, so this is most likely going to be a trade or, or a minimum deal. I think I we should trade Jared Allen to uh, – if we can somehow get Aaron Baines from Phoenix, that would be amazing. Yeah, he's an he's a unrestricted free agent next year too. But, but, again, we have no money. Well, I mean, don't they still get the mid-level exception? I'm not sure how that all works. Yeah, not, yeah not, they do. Yeah. But I here, here's the thing. It doesn't matter if they have any money right now or not. You make that salary work. Maybe. Because uh, I think – didn't Garrett Temple get our MLE or was that Wilson Chandler? I think I think Garrett Temple got the – I don't Temple know. Taxpayers? Yeah. I Don Maker all went down. Don Maker's a restricted free agent next year. Oh, hell no. That's all I can see. That's even interesting. I mean, and this is my point. And I know I'm in the minority of Nets fans. I just defend Jared Allen. I I just don't see a guy out there. There, like it's it's a straw man's argument to me. There's not a guy out there who's going to come in and do the job. I I just don't see it. Aaron Baines would be way better than Jared Allen. I'm sorry. In what way? In what way? Shooting, catching, physical toughness. We don't need our center to shoot. Uh, we need him. We need the gravity, and we need that open floor. Could you imagine if Aaron Bain was taking the other big out of the paint for Kyrie Irving? But he, here, here's the issue: What does he do on defense? Um, be physical, Nothing. unlike Jared Allen. Jared Allen does his job, though. I mean, uh, he, he does it half the you, time. You, you want a physical guy? We have one on the bench, or we have one. He started tonight. And what what does that do when the other team's centers? Do uh, he's very he's still limited, and he can't shoot. Yeah, so I'm very intrigued to see how this plays out in the center position. You guys know I'm a, I'm a Jared Allen guy. Super fan. So we'll, we'll keep battling. I might I might change my handle. Joseph suggested well. Jared Allen super fan. I might do it. Use that hashtag every time you defend him. Hashtag Jared Allen Superfan. That's fine. My my issue is Nets fans, including Brandon, tweet when he does bad stuff. They go silent when he does good stuff. That's not true. I tweeted all night tonight about Jared Allen. I see a dozen tweets when Jared Allen with a minute to go in overtimes at the free throw lineup. Game's over. What does he do? 
ice in his oh, veins. Oh, bro. I didn't ice say that. I didn't veins. even. I wasn't even tweeting the last two minutes. <laughs> I'm not gonna uh, especially, especially the last two minutes of overtime, I just didn't say anything because I was just too pissed off. I'm not gonna lie, I didn't say it on Twitter or anything, but I really thought he was gonna miss those free throws. Joseph, I knew he was making both of them. It's called redemption, baby. Yeah. When Jay Crowder hit that first three in the corner, I got super mad and I just stopped tweeting. Yeah, that was rough. Uh, speaking of free throws, our, our guy DeAndre Jordan needs to figure it out. Oh yeah, he, he he went over two tonight. Yeah, he might be he might be like one for the season. Karis Levert needs to work on his free throw shooting this season. I think he's only shooting sixty seven percent. He was good tonight though. Yeah, but DeAndre Jordan was a terrible free throw shooter. Over the last two years, he figured it out. He'd distract himself by talking to teammates about who's covering who on the way back and shoot, and he just looked shell shocked up there. So I hope DJ figures it out. Karis Levert still missed one tonight. He went two for three. Two for three. Yeah, he's got to be better. Oh, uh, any other fan questions that you guys saw? One. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. oh, I'm sorry. He's shooting 54% from the free throw line this season. Oh. Uh, Karis Levert. Yeah, he was he was one for four the one game. I think the first game he was one for four, and Jared Allen was 0 for four. Uh, Joseph, would you like to read Mir's uh, question? You can go ahead and read it. I, I, I can't find it. Joseph, you want to read it? He, uh, I'll, I'll read it. He said That's if Kyrie right. gives us like an erection or something like that. And then John uh, said, it's still only D-Lo for Brandon. <laughs> um, Shamir, I cannot answer that question, but I'm a big Kyrie guy. I, I will say that John needs to stop his stereotypical Asian stuff. Wait, why? <laughs> because it doesn't matter if it's like a famous Asian guy. If someone sees me, they always say I look like him. Exactly what Andrew Lang talks about. <laughs> the Asian discrimination in this country? Yes. You mean how you discriminate that I'm everything that a Texas person should be? Well, that's wow. different. Really? That, stereotypes versus, stereotypes about, versus discrimination. Racial discrimination compared to state discrimination. Well, one's discrimination, one's stereotypes. Anyway, you do kind of look like Andrew Yang, though. No, I Is disagree with okay. that. Yang gang. Yang gang. Because I, right, I, I heard the same thing about Jackie Chan. heard the same <laughs> thing about Jeremy Lin. Yeah, any any Asian guy who is you know in the spotlight, I look like. Because what kind of what kind of it, Asian are you? Because it is for some reason anyone who's Asian is okay to be a racial stereotypes. To what kind of what kind of Asian are you? I am half between American and Korean, so I'm not either of them. Any what? of them. What do you mean? <clears throat> what do you mean you're American and Korean? Yeah. So you're Asian. Half. So you're half half Korean. What's your other half? French, French. Okay. Gotcha. All right, let's uh, let's wrap up this with. Uh, we'll talk about the week going forward. So we got a couple days off. Three games this week before we record next. Uh, Pacers Wednesday night at home. Uh, Rockets Friday night at home, and then we go on the road Saturday, and we face the Pistons. Uh, Pacers should be a W. They don't have any. Uh, penetrating guards that scare me, but Houston's going to be a is it, it scares the living hell out of me. Same as the, the same as Detroit with Derrick Rose and Reggie Jackson. Uh, Pacers or I think they're I don't know if they play again, but they're zero two right now. Yeah, they got beat by Detroit and Cleveland. Yeah, so the the Pacers aren't very good. 
Oladipo's out. Uh, I think Jeremy Lamb's been hurt. They don't have uh, a they don't have a number one. Bojan Bogdanovich really departure really hurts them. I think so too, and I think they missed that young. Yeah, him too. All right, so Brandon and I think we're going to win Wednesday. Joseph, thoughts? Wednesday, yeah, I think, and I, I'm, I think we would win Friday too. I think the Rockets still figuring some things out. I get you're worried about Westbrook penetration the way John Morant did us tonight, but I, I think we can win that one too. What and, about James Harden? You're forgetting him. Hasn't he been like ass the first two games? Uh, like, who? Yeah, but we're terrible defensively, and he's like the most elite offensive player in the game right now because Kevin Durant's injured. Is he is he really elite if he's not shooting thirty free throws a game? I think he's elite. It doesn't matter oh, well, what he's doing. Oh, he sucks, James Harden. I don't know how you're disrespecting James Harden. So Joseph, you have this game sucks. He's good. He's elite. He's really good. But yes. he's, he's so terrible I, to watch. I agree. A lot of people, and I, I hear it every day on – every day now, but during basketball season, I hear it every day on the radio. People don't like to watch him play because the way he plays is boring. It doesn't it matter if he's if it's boring or not. He's still elite. I get that, but that's the reason why a lot of people don't like him because of the way he plays. I mean, that you asked why I don't like him. I mean, that's why. I mean, why? That's why I'm saying that. I don't like the way he plays. It's just my preference. Yeah, but if we're but, bad, but you still I, agree that he's elite. Yeah, um, he is. But I don't like him. Fuck him. <laughs> All right. But also, uh, so you you're continuing your pregame starting Wednesday, or yeah, yeah, starting Wednesday. So I I want to do it for every game. I had a Grizzlies guy supposed to, to do it with me this morning at like eleven. He went MIA and then he DM'd me at six o'clock apologizing. But that is Brandon reminded me no one that was going to listen to that anyway. It's football season. It's a Sunday, so. Yeah, back at it, uh, back at it Wednesday, and then Friday I'm gonna do a double dip. So Friday I'll do the pregame pod for the Rockets and Pistons in one episode, because again I don't think anyone's listened to a 15 minute pod on a Saturday. Uh, are you gonna have Nick for that episode? Yeah, if Nick's available, I'd love to have Nick. Yeah, of course. And Joseph got me a Rockets radio guy who I'm gonna contact, and I have two different Pacers people who I'm, I'm working on. Um. All right, Joseph, give us give us the Nets record this week. What, what are the three games? I'm going to say two and one. Two and one. Brandon? Who are we losing to, Joseph? Detroit. Oh. Honestly, I think we're going to go one and two again. Wow. I'll, I'll say two and one as well. I think we lose to the Rockets. I think we win Wednesday and Sunday. Hey, Brandon, that's six games in. Your 52-win season's in jeopardy. Oh, yeah. It's, it's it going sure right is. down the tubes. Yeah, after what I saw this week, man, I don't think my prediction is going to be right. Oh, yeah, no. man. Three games in. There's no way they can <laughs> No way. No, not with that defense. Season's over. Might as well risk Kyrie for the rest of the season. Yeah, yeah we let's, probably let's just should. start over next year. Yeah, let's trade Kyrie for D'Lo. So, all right. I'm I'm exiting the pot. <laughs> All right, boys, let's wrap this thing up. Brandon, Joseph, you got anything else? Yeah, uh, Dilo would look really nice nice next to Kyrie. Joseph, you, like, Joseph, you have anything else? His overrated ass looks just fine where it's at. I, I agree. I, I've got nothing else. I hope you guys enjoy the pod. hope you guys enjoy the pregame pods this week. Yeah, Dilo's we'll the best player on Golden State right now. Keep watching our live streams after games, and we'll talk to you next Monday. Go Nets. Go Nets. Go Nets.